Hello and welcome to Resting Boss Face, the podcast. I'm your host, mentor and business bestie Tara, and I'm here to teach you how to start a business from scratch and grow to seven figures. This podcast is all about the entrepreneurial journey and we'll be covering topics such as systems, mindset, social media marketing, building a website and running and growing a profitable business. If we haven't met before, get ready to become business besties. When I'm not podcasting, you can usually find me on Instagram, hanging with my amazing team or having a cheeky Friday cocktail in Brisbane, Australia. If you're ready to turn your passion to profit and build your dream business, this is the podcast for you. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome back. Today I want to talk about working in a state of flow. So I speak about this just because um, I've mentioned before I have endometriosis and adenomyosis. I run three businesses that operate globally and therefore it's really important that I manage my time and energy well. In order to do this I really have to focus on achieving flow. Um, So just quickly to describe flow, it's that feeling you know when you have lost yourself in work that you've lost track of time, um, you've been so consumed by a task. I know it's really like it can be really rare but when it happens things just literally become they fall out of you it's like your genius zone it is a perfect state and in one in my experience it's one of the keys to happiness in work so like i said working in flow is a state of mind when you're really immersed in your task you're completely focused you forget about yourself others around you um, the world around you which let's be honest could be useful right now you lose track of time you're happy and in control you become creative and productive and honestly that's my biggest benefit of working in a state of flow is that creative energy i just love finding ways to be in the moment, focus on a task, and to become, I guess, really calm and happy. I think it's so important because the ability to handle tasks one at a time usually creates a lot more productivity than zigzagging all around the place. I find that um, when you've got 20 things on your to-do list and you just keep zigzagging like you tap one minute you're checking the emails the next minute you're doing calls then you're just updating your website quickly then you're going to quickly post on social media by the end of the day you might have achieved and completed some of the tasks but not all of them will be completed and predominantly to the best of your ability For true productivity, that's when you're going to achieve all of your goals. You're going to be able to create a long-lasting impact within your business. It just means that you get key projects done as well. So you don't spend three hours on a social media post, but you will spend three hours crafting the absolute perfect sales funnel. That's going to help you in the long run as opposed to your one social media post that people really spend about 10-15 seconds looking over. Focusing on the key projects when you are in that state of flow, it just keeps constantly bringing you back into your genius zone to create success. 
So today, really I just wanna work or speak about how to achieve flow and happiness in your work. So it seems magical, it's like the unicorn of all business, all entrepreneurs. There's a couple of steps. I do want to really include or note that you're not always going to be in flow, even if you've followed all of the steps. There are some days that you just cannot be bothered. Those days could be determined by a global pandemic <laughs> or because you've got your period. It could be somebody was mean to you on the bus or rude or you've had a falling out with your best friend. So really constantly I want you to keep being kind to yourself. Yes, we can try and work in flow. Yes, we can put all of these tips and tricks in place to make sure that we do work in our zone of genius. But ultimately you have to be kind. Life is too short to be constantly holding yourself on this really high bar that's just not gonna benefit very much, to be honest. Okay, let's get into it. It does take practice. And obviously the more you practice, the better you get. But here are the key steps and some of the benefits from working in a zone of flow. Flow zone? <laughs> I'm not sure what we're gonna call it. Number one, choose work that you love. So if you dread a task, you are literally going to not become obsessed with it. If you don't like what you're doing, you're not gonna become in a state of flow. You're not gonna lose track of time. You are going to count every single second that you are completing that task. For example, <laughs> have you ever gone for a run? It's like that treadmill minute is way slower than a microwave minute. You know the meme. That's the case with doing work that you love. I have a few clients that start businesses and they've come over to me from business coaches and they've said to me that they were building this business but they can't progress and often what's been a problem has been the fact that they actually didn't want to have this business. The business coach just told them because that was the buzz thing right now. So you really have to be, especially in business, you really have to be choosing activities, choosing work that you really, really love, um, because why build a business you hate? Number two, so choose an important task. There's work that you love that's easy and unimportant, like creating graphics for social media, and then there's work that you love that will make a really long-lasting impact on your business. Always choose the important, long-lasting business impact task. That important task is gonna be a much better use of your time. It's gonna be a much better use of your energy. It's going to have a better outcome and it's the best way to utilize flow. Number three is to make sure your tasks are challenging. You don't want them too hard because then you will dread them, but you also don't want them too easy because then you really won't get involved in the task. Um, it should be challenging enough to require your full attention, but if it's too hard, you're gonna find it difficulty to lose yourself in it, and you'll spend most of your flow energy trying to work out how to do the task. Then you'll get discouraged and then you'll give up. <laughs> Again, this does take trial and error. Um, you do have to research what tasks you love and learn how to delegate ones that you just don't love. Number four is find your quiet peak time. Some people this is getting up at five o'clock in the morning and smashing out three hours. 
I'm not a 5 a.m. person. Occasionally, I'll join the 5 a.m. club, but naturally, who I am as a person, I do wake up later. Having that zone, and like I said, it could be five o'clock, it could be one o'clock. I find my best work comes between 10 and two, to be completely frank. Um, it's enough time to answer my emails and not too much time that I'm hungry or bored. Uh, the like 5 a.m. people like it because they haven't had chance to be interrupted. Nobody's going to ask them any questions. Nobody's arrived in the office. Again, 10 and 2 works for me because it is when people start going out for lunches because like I said, um, I have clients globally. It's when certain clients in America are online so I can get a lot of work done and my VA, it coincides with her time online as well. Honestly though, the choice is yours. It's whatever time you choose that's your peak energy. Some people get tired after lunch so then don't choose that as your time for flow. Find time when you've got loads of energy, when you can concentrate and when you are going to have minimal distractions, which is a lovely segue on to step five. And that is clear away distractions. So besides choosing a quiet time and a quiet place, you really want to clear other distractions away from your desk. So that means don't have I mean, you can you can have this music if this is how you work, but don't have techno rave, loud blary music that's going to distract you. Even some, you might want to consider don't have it music with words that you know because you might be tempted to sing along. So just a nice, quiet, um, slightly low volume music. Put your phone on airplane mode if possible. Close your email, close your social media. Basically anything that's going to pop up and interrupt, close it down. I personally also love having a clean desk. I like everything to be very neat and orderly. And for me, cleaning out my desk, I actually usually do it at the end of the day so I don't have to start the day in a mess. But having a clear desk really helps clear my mind. The next step is to try and focus on the task for as long as possible. This does take practice. Honestly, it's like meditation. <laughs> First, it's really hard, but the more you try, the better you get at it. I don't really have any tips on that, except practice makes perfect. <laughs> Number seven, enjoy yourself. So obviously, if you're going to work in flow, you need to be having fun. Flow isn't torture. Flow is not the treadmill minute. It's the microwave minute. So make sure that you are doing something that you are passionate about and really take the time to appreciate the joy of working in flow. Number eight, keep practicing. It, every day, every day is different. Some days I can just work 12 hours and I'm not hungry, I don't leave my desk, there's no distractions. Other days, you've got 10 minutes of my mind. I just keep practicing, I keep focusing. Every day is a new day, be kind to yourself. And the last and final step, which is the same word twice, <laughs> is sit back and reap all of the rewards. So working in flow, prioritizing tasks that are important, dedicating chunks of your time to specific parts of work is gonna really help. It's gonna make you feel good. You're not gonna feel like you're struggling. You'll be ticking off that to-do list, which we all know I love a to-do list. 
That is so satisfying and rewarding. Make sure you do take the time to appreciate this. Treat yourself with a little pat on the back, a glass of wine or a cheeky square of chocolate. I'm pretending I only eat a square of chocolate, by the way. 100% eat the whole bar. <laughs> but make sure you do congratulate yourself for your efforts. So if you do have any tips for working in a state of flow, let me know. And I will share them with my audience. I'll speak to you next time. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Resting Boss Face, the podcast. Make sure you visit restingbossface.com forward slash latest for your free ultimate startup blueprint. Inside the interactive workbook, you're going to find out how to gain clarity on where you want to take your business, understand your ideal customer, create a plan for sales, attract customers with valuable content and build a community of raving fans. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could subscribe and leave a rating. And if you're more of a social butterfly, please screenshot and share this episode on Instagram. Make sure you tag me. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Bye.